Welcome to Figuring Out Homestead Life with Ginny and Allison. Hi, Ginny. Hi, Allison. How are you? I'm good. Love technology. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the whole thing just like freaked out. <laughs> mm, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. So this is take two of today's episode of season two, episode three. <laughs> so, so you were saying... I guess yeah, so I'll share again quickly. So I was so not too much going on with us um, recently. Um, we had a fall spring over the weekend, but now we're back to winter. Um, but I did do a little mini project so that it can be a responsible adult and keep track of things that are happening. So I, I got myself a little notebook and I printed out these very plain spreadsheets with different <laughs> category tabs and folders with pockets. Um, so I can track my egg sales and if I end up selling other things like in our little, hopefully little farm stand cart thingy that I want to build. Um, I can track what I'm growing in the garden, the variety, how it did, all that jazz. So Very that's cool. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I am doing something, doing something similar with my homestead planner from Jill Winger. Um, I have, I've already figured out that next year I may not be buying the planner. I may just be making my own mm -hmm. similar to what you're doing in your binder because there's some things in the planner that I don't need and yeah. it's missing things that I do need. So, mm -hmm. yes. yeah, it's like, yeah, once you, I feel like, and then once you know what you want, like, it's just easy to just customize it yourself. Yes. So. I first I was gonna print like pretty templates off of Canva, but oh. I was like, it was taking too long. I was like, I'm just gonna print just print a spreadsheet. Like, who cares? I'm the only one that's ever gonna see it. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, I did start crocheting little soap bags um, oh, to add a new product to our farm store. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there, and then Randy requested that I make um, like a dish towel. Not a dish oh. towel, like a, a, a washcloth, basically, a dish rag, basically, mm -hmm. to use out in the outdoor kitchen out of the same stuff that I'm making the soap bags with, so. Cool. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yep, and so in the evenings when it's dark and we're sitting in front of the television, I'm still being productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish I knew how to do something like that. <laughs> Because, <laughs> oh. yeah, you can sit and watch TV and do it. It's not like you need to, you know, if you're at, like, a sewing machine, you need to be, like, at the machine or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you right. can sit and do that anywhere. And a sewing machine's so loud, you're not going to be able to hear. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Fun, fun. Um, preparing to go to a baby shower this weekend in New Jersey. And, yeah. So, Randy's Randy's going to be manning the... The farm fort while I'm gone. The homestead fort. <laughs> yeah. So I have to actually shovel out Claire's pen today in the snow. It's, it's, oh, nope, it's not snowing right now. It was snowing. Now it's not. Oh, yeah. Did you guys get snow with that storm the other day? We were supposed to get like six to ten inches, and then we got not a flake. Okay. <laughs> we got basically not a flake. Um, okay. It got, it got cold. Which was great because we needed the ground to freeze, but we did not get any snow from that. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but I'm seeing pictures online of all these places with like six inches or more of snow. And it's like, where is that? Right, right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not complaining. I didn't want any more snow. So <laughs> oh. and when I saw it, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, since our last recording, when we had Jen Whittle on from Farm 119, um, she, her, her pig Franny has uh, birthed, she farrowed six piglets. Oh, awesome. So Jen has a new, a new pig experience. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's really, that's really, it's really fun. They were not anticipating the pig was being as pregnant. And then she sent me pictures and she's like, is she pregnant? I was like, oh, yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Did so. um, the farrowing and everything go well, as far as you know? or Everything went cool. well. Um, I think they had a late night um, over the weekend. I think it happened today. I'm losing track of time. I think it happened Sunday night um, is when she farrowed. And I made mm -hmm. some recommendations because they have the, the one pig that's like, very aggressive. She's mm -hmm. aggressive with the other pigs and she's aggressive with the humans. Um, yeah. So I had recommended that, you know, as soon as they can, or as, as the, as Franny got closer to farrowing, that they separate her just because yeah. you don't know, because Curly was so aggressive, if Curly would be aggressive with the piglets. piglets yeah right um because it it's ha it happens i mean sometimes mm -hmm. even the the sow the mom can be aggressive and kill their own piglets so mm -hmm. i just made a recommendation that they put her in a separate pen for the farrowing and so they did and um everything went well and they had six Good. live babies and they're still alive and yeah just in time for Fun. the weather to get cold again right <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the farm people I follow like online, it like always seems to be it's like, oh, it's gonna be like record colds, perfect time for you to have your baby. Like <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Yep. Um I've spent um Kim's been up a couple times since our last recording also and uh we've trimmed lots of goat hooves. Mm. Like I'm getting calluses on my oh. hand from the clippers. Right. So, that is, yeah. sounds not very fun. No, it's not a fun part. Nope. Yeah. Is that your least favorite farm shore? Nope. <laughs> it's my second <laughs> to least favorite. Nope. There's a couple. Um, I hate picking rocks out of the garden. Okay. Um, and I hate shoveling, mucking mucking the barn basically okay um yeah it it wears me out well it's a pretty big space <laughs> it's not it like it's a, big a small space. area <laughs> yeah and it, it would be nice if we had a a little tractor that we could just like mm -hmm. scoop it up but yeah you can't get even a little tractor would be hard to maneuver in there Mm-hmm. so hmm. yeah that's when you get your workout in for the week <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Randy's been working on um, fixing some <coughs> drainage out to the woods cabin so that it's not such a muddy, mm. uh, muddy, uh, it's a mud pit out there. So mm. he's redirecting some drainage. So that'll be mm. nice. 
Yeah. Cool. Getting the goat yoga schedule set. Sorry, I'm just randomly thinking of things that I've done. Um, met with both <laughs> both yoga instructors and got the schedule. I just need to make the events on our website and stuff. That's exciting. <gasps> yeah. When is your first goat yoga of the season? Do you, so I'm assuming you know then. Um, I do know, and it's in May. It's okay. the weekend after Mother's Day weekend. Okay, so around like the 10th-ish, something like that? Yeah, and it may even be the 18th. Okay. I have to... Yeah, no, I just was curious. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I wanted to do one on Mother's Day, but I decided instead of... Whoop! Instead of asking... (laughs) My chair just like... (laughs) went. He just fell Um, backwards over. (laughs) um, Instead of asking our yoga instructors, who are both mothers, to teach Mm -hmm. yoga on that day, we're going to do a... um, goat cuddling for people oh, they can bring they can cute. bring their moms and cuddle with goats yes. baby goats that'd so. be, that's like a really fun activity if you have a small little kid too to like just go and do something like cute together mm-hmm. yeah ah fun yeah yay yeah <laughs> when will yeah. you have kids um coming like when like goat kids when will they first, first start first week of may okay yep we, we waited a little bit longer than we usually do to put the bucks in with the girls. So it should be mm-hmm. the first week of May. Fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, exciting, exciting mm-hmm. times. Um, anything else you want to talk about? No, I don't think so. Do you want to get into our topic? Because I know that's something else you guys have been doing too. <laughs> yeah, I was avo- I was avoiding talking about that because yeah. it's our topic for today. So <laughs> let's get to it. So we're talking about maple syrup, maple syrup production. Maple so, syrup production. Are you? Did you tap tree? You, you haven't. We are tapping yet. this weekend. We are planning to because it got so cold for this week. I was thinking last week and oh we should do it and then I looked at the forecast and I was like no there's no point in doing it so mm-hmm. hopefully this weekend we'll tap the trees and you are already boiling so you're I, like way ahead of us yeah I am boiling and I have a note here about how much sap I have collected so far if I could find it I have collected hold on 60 110 122 gallons of sap wow and it's it's mostly it, so that should make about three gallons of syrup mm-hmm. so far um and i just have to do the final boil on that so so um, how many trees did you tap this year we we tapped 26 trees okay um, cool some some are producing a lot more sap than others the weather's been crazy, mm-hmm. um, and I, I actually haven't been out to check the trees since the 11th because it's been so okay. cold. It's like, yeah, there's probably yeah. not much out there. Yeah. So, yeah, today it's 33 degrees out, so it's sap's not even running today. So right. I did um, compile just some like facts about maple syrup if you wanted Mm -hmm. me to share (laughs) i would love for you to share (laughs) okay so 
um, well, like history, a history fact. So um, maple syrup was first made by the indigenous people of the of Northeast North America. Um, then it was adopted by European settlers. Virtually all of the world's maple syrup is produced in Canada and the U.S. 70% um, of the world's output comes from Quebec, which is kind of crazy. So 70% of all the maple syrup production in the world is from Qu Quebec, which is in Canada. Um, wow. <clears throat> yeah, isn't that nuts? Like, they're just That's... like, yeah. <laughs> cool. They're cranking it out up there. Yeah. Um, it takes 40 gallons of sap to produce one gallon of maple syrup. Um, each tap hole produces about 10 gallons of sap for like the whole season, um, which equates mm -hmm. to about a quart of syrup. Um, and the season usually lasts around six, six to 10 weeks. And from what I found, it says this is, I don't know, this is what I saw on Wikipedia, but it says that maple syrup production is the oldest agricultural product practice in the U.S., which is also kind of interesting. That so, is interesting. Which makes sense if we start, if the Europeans started taking it on from, right. um, Indigenous, you know, yeah. Right. So obviously yeah. that was the first thing that, so makes sense. But I thought that was interesting. And I've, when I, now I know why maple syrup is so expensive after like doing it myself. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. this is like, <laughs> it's like liquid gold. Cause it just takes so much effort to make it. <laughs> it does. Especially if you're doing it on a small scale. Um, so. Yes. Yeah. And so while we tapped 26 trees, do you know how many trees you guys are going to tap? I'm going to actually do less than I usually do um, just because okay. I tend to get burnt out because the way I do it is not very efficient. Um, so I think there's like six trees and a little cluster. So I'm probably just going to do those six instead of trying because then I there's some like further up the hills and I'm traipsing up the hill and all over the joint. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do that this year. I'm just going to do the ones that are kind of all right near each other where I can access them easily and Cause some years like I've dumped sap because I'm like, I don't have time to boil this all down or like, yeah. I don't want to. So, <laughs> um, yep. yeah, it is, it is very time consuming. Um, so while we tapped 26 trees on this, on the scale of maple producers, we are microscopic. Oh I mean, yeah. Right. We, we are, we're, Yeah very, very, very small. Um, because you have people who are tapping hundreds to thousands of trees. Mm -hmm. So yes. Yeah. And do you have any trees that you do multiple taps in the same tree? We have a couple that we have two taps in this year. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're so you a, might have, you have more than tree. 20. So you have more than oh. 26 taps. No, we only put in 26 taps. Okay. So maybe okay. I should correct that. We didn't tap 26 trees. We put in 26 taps. Mm -hmm. So I think we, I think it's 24 trees and only two trees have two taps. Okay. Yeah. I only have one tree that's big enough to do two taps, which this okay. says, um, two tap holes and trees greater than 18 inches in diameter seems to be what the yeah. maple we, syrup gods say. We, <laughs> we try to go bigger than that just because yeah. we don't want to damage the tree. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
cool. Um, do you want to talk about your, the way you set up to do maple production? I mean, you mentioned yeah. you were going to do six trees, but. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so my setup's, like, very basic. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know if I want to call it setup because it's, like, not. Um, but we just use five-gallon buckets that you can get from, like, Tractor Supply or Home Depot or wherever. Um, the price of I those drilled. is going up. I know. Sorry. Again, I need to buy more because Luke has like stolen mine. <laughs> so they're yeah, like, they're... I don't have any. I'm like, where are all my buckets? <laughs> so I think so. last year, last year they were three fifty to four dollars a bucket, and this mm -hmm. year we were able to get two for ten dollars from Tractor Supply. Oh wow, that's crazy! Aye, and aye, that aye. didn't include the lid. Right. Yeah, and you need the lid. Or yeah. So yeah, I just have um, the five gallon bucket. I drill a hole in the lid for the tubing to go into. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I tap the tree, put the the line that the tap, the sap goes down into the bucket. Um, and then like every couple days or so, depending on how quickly the, how much the sap is running, I'll then combine those all into other buckets. Yeah, I'm talking with my hands. <laughs> um, but then to boil it down, I just use an outdoor turkey fryer um, with propane um, fueled mm -hmm. turkey fryer. And I have an old um, roasting pan. So it's like a stainless steel roasting pan. That's what I do the outdoor boiling portion of it in. And then um, once that's you know, boiled down, I put it in a little stock pot and finish it in my kitchen. So the propane, well, just using the turkey fryer is not very efficient. <laughs> so it does take me a long time. Mm -hmm. And it is also a little, probably a lot more costly, I would assume than using wood, because um, I have to buy the little refills of the propane tanks. So which I'm sure that's gone up too. <laughs> When I go to fill it, I'm sure that's more money than the last time I filled it. Um, but I can usually um, get one whole batch done with less than a tank. So, okay. But it's not, you know, it's not cheap. And that's why I would never like be able to sell it or anything like that. Cause it would be so much money. It would be stupid. So, and I just yeah. store it in Mason jars. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty basic. Our, our system is also very basic. Um, we do the same bucket, bucket, the spile in the tree and the line into the bucket. Um, I have a wagon that I attach to the four-wheeler that has six empty buckets with lids on it that I go around and I collect. So I can mm -hmm. collect 30 gallons at a time. Mm -hmm. um, and then I take, them, take that 30 gallons back to our little hug shack, the little maple shack that we have. Um, and I have two 32 ounce garbage cans that are strictly used for maple. Nothing else ever goes in them. Um, mm -hmm. So I put the sap in there. So I build up um, a collection of sap. So I don't start boiling until both of those are full. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it took, we boil uh, with wood um, because we have a uh, free source, free, say free. It's not really free. Um, we are paying for the land, you know, we're doing the labor for the logs. So it's, it's a time consumption. Um, and our time is valuable. We have to remember mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, 
So and with the sawmill, Randy, he saves like the slabs that come off that he can't do anything with. Um, he cuts those up for me and we stack them in the hug shack also. Um, and it took me, I started boiling at one o'clock on a Saturday and I didn't finish until like 1130 for the, just the first boil down. Um, I didn't finish until 1130 PM two days later. Yeah. So it, yeah, I remember the, the first time I attempted to do it, I didn't really realize like how long it was going to take, obviously, because I've never done it before. So I started whenever in the morning or I was pretty early and it was like one in the morning when I was cleaning up <laughs> and Luke had gone to bed like you're still doing this. I'm like, I think I'm almost done. I don't know. <laughs> So it is, it is a labor of love for sure. It's very fun. Um, and you don't have to do that much. Obviously you're, you can just do a small batch or whatever. It's not the more you're trying to do at one time, the longer it's going to take you, of course, because when you're cooking down the sap, what you're doing essentially is concentrating it down. So you're boiling out all the water and concentrating the, the sugar content. So the more you have to boil off, you know, the longer it's going to take. Um, and it also, I think, varies where you are in the season. Because um, in the beginning of the season, the sugar content is lower in the sap. So um, that can be affected too. But I don't, probably not significantly. But any little bit helps when you're up till one in the morning trying to boil maple syrup. Oh, I think Storm's talking. <laughs> All right, Allison's taking a break, so I am going to continue talking, and I also, um, so I guess I wanted to just talk about when you're supposed to even tap, so like Allison said, she's already tapped, I haven't yet, so you're, so what, what causes the maple syrup to come out of the tree is freezing and thawing temperatures create pressure and force, um, force the sap out of the tree through the the spile the tap that you've put into it so if you don't have freezing temperatures at night and then above freezing temperatures during the day you're not going to get going to get a good sap run so those are the conditions that you're looking for um, if you do want to try to tap a tree um, and we're talking about maple trees of course maple syrup I think Allison is back. <laughs> I'm so I just sorry. went over. That's okay. I just went over what, when you were away, like when we're supposed to tap, why you tap um, at that mm -hmm. time of the year with the freezing at night and the above freezing during the day. Um, yes. It makes the yes. pressure in the tree, the sap pressure go yep. up. And, yep. Good times. Um, so Amazon was here. That's why she was barking oh, like a crazy dog. Um, and now she's outside. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yes. yeah. So we were just talking about your first boil, how long it took for you to finish. Um, so you still need to finish that now. You haven't like made any completed syrup. Correct. That is correct. Yeah. Um, so I started, um, I started boiling it down in the, in the stock pots. I was going to say crotch mm -hmm. pots, stock pots. <laughs> 
Um, I started boiling it down last yesterday afternoon, um, and I got it into two stock pots, and then the temperature overnight was so it's in the outdoor kitchen. Oh, okay, and, yeah. So it's in a it's in a cold environment anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So I uh, lost my train of thought. Um, I got it into two stock pots, and then I just turned it off for the night because it was going to be cold enough where basically it's refrigerated. Right. So, yeah. Yes. Yep. Cool. And like, um, um, so do you use them? Do you guys use a, have a reverse osmosis that we you do not utilize? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought you did. I don't know why. No, we've, we've talked about it and I, I am not a hundred percent opposed to it. I just feel like I feel like you're going to lose something when you do that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old fashioned. I, I want well, it to be done the old way. Yeah. So what, for folks that don't know what that is, it's like, so I, I mean, would you call it a machine? I guess, or it's a process. It's a, I it's guess a filtering process that you, you pump, and it's, you pump the sap through these filters and it removes, um, more of the water. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and it leaves, the more, more of the sugar, yes, yeah, more concentrated sugar, water, sugar sap, um, in a, it, it separates pure water from sugar water, basically, sugar sap, um, I don't know, yeah, I don't so then really when know you're... how to explain it. Yeah, well, it kind of gives you, like, a kickstart, so, or a jumpstart, <laughs> like, when you're starting your boiling process, like, mm -hmm a step of that is like already removed because it already took out like so much water right. instead of boiling it off and having it evaporate, it's already gone. So, you right. know, it's supposed to right. jumpstart you kind of, um, we don't have one either that you can find ways to make ones online, but, mm -hmm. um, I am not skilled enough. I don't think to do that. And, um, <laughs> I, and yeah. I am, I'm more of a purist. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I will, I will take the 48 hours to boil <laughs> it down instead of. So I will throw away the ice that forms on the top of my buckets. Yeah. And that is supposed yeah. to be, I think like a hillbilly, like reverse osmosis, because like, if it has enough sugar in it, it's not going to freeze. So the mindset is if it's freezing, it's just water. There's no sugar in it or what is in it is like very minute. So yeah. I do toss that and that helps a little, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've gone back and forth with tossing it when it gets closer to the end of the season, I'm more likely to toss it because it's like, mm -hmm. I just don't want to deal with it. Um, at this, <laughs> at this point in the season, I'm like, Nope, every single bit is going in the tank. Yeah. Um, and I have to run away again and close the door because the door is wide open now. Oh gosh. <laughs> it is like 20 degrees out or whatever. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, there's all different ways, there's all different mindsets. Um, you can find um, tons of different people online that I'm sure are doing many different things when it comes mm -hmm. to, and have many different opinions when it comes to all this type of thing. <laughs> so Yes. Just like everything, there's more than one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
So what about your filtering process? Like, what do you do for that? Do you use, because I know some people use like, I think old sheets or like there's filters you can buy. What do you guys do for that? Um, so I have, so initially I have a, this, it's not a paint filter, but it's a filter that sits on top of a five gallon bucket. Um, so it gets any like large debris out, large debris. Mm -hmm. We're in the woods. There's going to be some kind of debris. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it removes any large debris. And that from that, it goes, for me, it goes into the tank. And then when it comes out of the tank, I do have one of the cone-shaped maple filters mm -hmm. I purchased. Um, and then, so when it comes out of the first boil, it gets filtered through that. And then once, once it gets down to almost the final boil, I will filter it again. And then I will filter it as I put it in jars. Mm -hmm. So that's three, three times it gets filtered. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, um, last year, last year I used, um, clean t-shirts, uh, but it's still a lot of the, um, what's it called? Sand, maple sand. Yeah. The sugar sand. Some of it's sugar sand. It still had a lot in it. Um, and I found that if you let the jar sit for a couple days, and then you pour off the maple syrup and you leave the sugar sand like in the bottom of the jar, then, then your jars are much more clear. Mm. Yeah. I did have a problem with sugar, which it's fine. It doesn't like affect mm -hmm. anything. It doesn't, it's no. not harmful. It just doesn't look beautiful. Like it's as not, nice. It gets pretty <laughs> when you're looking not, through the clear jar. Right. It's not, yeah, a, not as aesthetically, aesthetically pleasing. pleasing. Yeah. I was trying to get yeah. the word out. Aesthetically. Yeah. So my yeah. first year, it was very, it wasn't good at all. And I think all I was using for filters was, um, they were the cone shaped filters, but they, that are like a, almost like a coffee filter type of material. Um, okay. and then the, the last, then I upgraded and I got one of the wool, um, mm -hmm. filters and I kind of line that with several of the coffee filter material ones. And as yep. they get clogged, I pull them out and it just keeps filtering, filtering. And that yes. was beautiful. I didn't have any of the sugar sand. So nice. I was happy with that. <laughs> nice. Because yes. you want it to look pretty. You went through all this effort. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> yes. It is a lot of effort too. Um, do we want to talk about the nutritional value of maple syrup versus others? Yeah. Do, do you have any of that information? I do. <laughs> I have, I so, have a little bit, so I'll just add to whatever you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah. So, well, maple syrup is considered an unrefined sweetener, um, versus like, uh, you know, traditional white sugar that you would like table sugar, whatever, um, As is or honey. brown sugar. Yes. Honey, honey is also and, unrefined. Um, yep. Um, so it is a good source of minerals and vitamins. So it has nutrients in it. Um, it retains all of those nutrients that is naturally found in the sap and you're actually just concentrating it down more, um, when you're making it into syrup. Um, 
all other processed sugars are basically stripped of all of those, any kind of benefit that they have. It's all taken out in the refining process. Um, it's the lowest um, of, of all those sweeteners. It has the lowest um, calorie, calorie levels. Um, it also has a lower glycemic index um, than white sugar. Um, right. And I actually had a little chart that I got on one of my little tip sheets from one of the kits I bought online. So it shows it has manganese, riboflavin, zinc, magnesium, calcium, potassium. Um, iron. So it iron. yeah, that didn't, it didn't show I'm sure. Yeah. Much. Oh. I'm sure others, but it just compared yeah. to corn syrup, honey, brown sugar, oh. or white sugar. And it, it's like off the charts compared to those other sweeteners. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's definitely a healthier choice. Very high in antioxidants as well. Mm -hmm. I don't know yep. if you mentioned that. Um, mm -mm. One thing that honey has that maple doesn't is, so honey has B6 and C vitamins as opposed to, I don't know if maple doesn't have it or just honey has more of it. So... Cool. And I have that maple is 17 calories per tablespoon mm -hmm. and 13.5 grams of sugar per tablespoon. So what's, yeah, it's a natural sugar, not a refined sugar. Yeah. And you can use it, um, like with baking or whatever, you can replace it one to one with your regular sugar. If you're trying to not use white sugar and you want to, yes maybe use a little bit of a healthier choice. It is still sugar. <laughs> so, you know, you don't want to be drinking gallons of it, but <laughs> definitely a better choice. Yes. So. Um, and it's excellent in coffee. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Highly recommend it as a sweetener for coffee. And, and you, you can just transform. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. It's crazy how much like less you would need if you're someone that wants to put sugar in your coffee than what you would put of maple syrup. Plus it just has like a better flavor profile. In my opinion, it's like just caramelly and yummy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, do you do other stuff with your maple syrup? Like, have you ever tried to make like, uh, sugar with, cause you can make like granulated sugar out of it or, um, like maple butter. Have you tried any not. of that maple candy? I love I have maple not. candy. It's, it's been something I've wanted to do. It's just the time. Yeah. I tried and one I don't time and it was ruin a big it. fail. It's like. That's the thing. Yeah. You're doing all this work for this, for this beautiful syrup. Yeah. And if you just continue to boil it, you can make. If you continue the boil process, you can make the maple sugar, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's all it is. It's just additional time with the yep. boiling. And it's like, I just don't want to, I just don't want to ruin it. I know. So. I tried to make the maple candies one time because I love those. Like, that's one of my favorite things to buy, like, at the fair or wherever. Um, and you have to, like, heat it up to a certain temperature then let it cool to a certain temperature and like stir it. And then like, do, oh, whatever, it was all these different steps and it did not work. <laughs> so, but I, it, it was what I've, whatever I created 
still was edible and tasted good. It was almost like a maple butter, but it was not what I was attempting to make. <laughs> yeah. But I did use it uh, still on toast. So it wasn't a total loss, but I was like, all right, I'm not going to try that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to try this year. I'm just going to stick with the, with just the syrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping this year that we get six gallons of syrup. Final product. Last year, I think we had four gallons. So okay, we'll see. Yeah, the the weather has guys, been so crazy. You guys sell it, right? Yeah, we do in the store. Okay. Yep. Yep. We give a lot of it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we we try to sell it, and yeah. we do. What we have in the store sells. So. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll give mine as like, I want to get littler jars because I've just been canning, like putting it in like large mason jars. And I'm like, that's too mm-hmm. much to give away. <laughs> but if I get like a smaller <laughs> jar. Get a little four ounce, a little four yeah, ounce like... sampler. <laughs> yeah. I could give some as gifts or like whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's all, it is a lot of work and, um, we have officially ran out of last year's stock, like, cause we keep, we kept a gallon for us for the year and we mm-hmm. ran out this week Oh, and I was scraping so, on it. So, right. Yeah. We didn't even make maple syrup last year. Um, cause I, I don't know why the weather was weird and I was just like. I don't even want to do it. And I very much regret not doing it because it is fun. It is a lot of work, but it, mm-hmm. it is fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, there's not much else going on this time of year. So it's not like I'm also trying to garden or do this, that there's really nothing else for me. I know you have a lot, obviously a lot more animals and things like that, but it's just something to kind um, of kickstart the um, season. On that note though, you can, I can load the, the, um, boiler, the wood, the wood container box that we have. I can load mm-hmm. that and I can walk away and go do chores or go do something else. Or I can right. sit out there with my tablet and get some work done. Um, mm-hmm. and then skim off the, the foam from the top. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You don't have so, to be staring at it for 16 right. hours. Yeah. You know? Although, so I did have a big fail one year and I started a fire because I do do that. I put stuff in there and then I walk away and then I fill it more. Well, apparently I didn't come back and check it soon enough to fill some more. So not only did it all completely evaporate out of the pan, but it somehow caught fire. (laughs) Then I look outside and I'm like, oh, I think it's time for me to... um, put more sap in the thing and there was a fire and I was like oh dear and <laughs> thankfully Luke was home and it was snow out so we just knocked the thing over and like it was you know shoveling snow on top of it and whatever and I think some neighbor was driving by and they were probably like look at this ding dong she doesn't know what she's doing <laughs> oh that's funny um, yeah, I so. uh, haven't done that but I did, um, I had put some hand sanitizer on a paper towel. Oh. Prior to my boiling, the finished boil on the 
on the outdoor kitchen stove, outdoor education mm -hmm. center stove. Um, <laughs> I was melting down uh, beeswax. Oh, yeah. Was, and so I had like a mess of beeswax on top of the stove. So I had put some hand sanitizer on a paper towel and I was trying to like wipe it and it got too close to the flame. <laughs> That's very flammable. <laughs> and I was like, I threw it up in the air and I was like, it just came like <laughs> this flame of paper towel just came floating down. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't told Randy that happened. So we'll see if he well, listens well, to he this podcast. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing this is not a camera out no, there. No, no friends listen to this podcast and mention it to him. <laughs> That's funny. Oh gosh. Uh, it was. I was. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to set this place on fire. We're not doing that again. No. Well, you just do stuff sometimes when you panic, and it's like, why the heck would I do that? But it's like, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just standing at the fire in disbelief for a while, you know, and then I was like, look, look, fire. <laughs> Yeah. Oh dear. So That's yeah. <laughs> the the joys of figuring this all out. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah, seriously. Yep. I like your sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, my chickens. chickens. <laughs> so do you have any um like resources or anything that you recommend for people that want to try to do maple syruping? Um well, so a couple years ago, I bought Sweet Maple by Michelle mm -hmm. Visser. I can't Visser. Visser. Um, yeah. So I I did buy her book and I enjoyed reading it. Um, I did take a maple class through Cornell. Um, yeah, I took a, a maple production class through Cornell University. Um, and there's so many online resources. There's like mm -hmm. YouTube. There are so many great things and some not so great things on the internet. But YouTube is a really great resource for learning how to do things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I did get this um, this book. It's called Backyard Sugarin. Oh, no cool. G at the end. Um, oh. By Rink Man. Um, and it is very much just for like the backyard person that might be like just trying to tap like one tree. So it's very small scale friendly. It has a lot of ways to do it on a like almost no cost um, scale, um, yeah. like using yeah. like old milk jugs, old water jugs for your buckets, like, you know, ways to save money, how to make your own evaporators, just like very like a lot of good, good tips and stuff in here. Uh, but then also if you order like a little kit on Amazon for like 20 bucks that comes with the, the taps and the um, tubing and all that, it usually yeah. comes yeah. with like a really nice instructional guide. So yep. you can just use that too. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not really difficult. It's just, you know, and you'll figure it out as you go and time and know. patience, knowing, yeah. knowing when to put your taps in. Um, and knowing when to stop collecting also, mm -hmm. um, because then you get, I can't remember what it's called, but when the trees start to bud out, it's, it changes the flavor of the sap and mm -hmm. you, you don't want to make maple syrup out of that. Um, right. I can also say it's vitally important to clean your sugaring equipment. Mm. 
um, and not necessarily with soap and water, but like vinegar and water. Mm -hmm. um, because soap can leave residue and then you end up with soapy tasting syrup and nobody wants soapy tasting syrup. Blah. No. <laughs> so. No. Yeah. yeah. Plus yeah. everything gets very sticky and just, yeah. <laughs> Extremely moldy. sticky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did, so. um, I purchased, when we first got our goats, I purchased these two milk buckets. One's a two and a half gallon milk bucket and the other one's the gallon size milk bucket. Um, the gallon one I use for milking the goats, the two and a half gallon one I use strictly for maple syrup. Oh, okay. So, yep. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yep. Do you have anything else that you want to add about maple syrup? It's yummy. It is yummy. I think everyone should try it. Just do like one tree. Like if you have yep. a maple tree, yep. just do one one tap in one tree. And then it won't take you that long to do it because yep. you have a much less quantity to start with. And it's just so fun. And then you can have like yep. the most delicious pancakes <laughs> with yep. your homemade you maple can, syrup. You can tap other kinds of trees also. Mm -hmm. um, like birch trees. Yeah, you can tap birch trees, but it's a hundred to one, um, <laughs> one hundred gallons of sap to one gallon of syrup. So it's a little bit longer process. Um, yeah, and people in the south can also tap maple trees. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have to live in the northeast to produce maple syrup. Yeah, I think just our conditions are like the ideal conditions, but yes, right. it can be done elsewhere. Yes. So, but it tastes better when it's from. The Northeast. Sorry. <laughs> it tastes the best when it's from your own kitchen. That's when it tastes the best because you have That's the satisfaction right. of making it. <laughs> so yes, I agree. Yeah. Yep. I, I love our maple syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So next week, not next week, our next episode, which will be episode four, we're going to have Heather um, from, hold on. Burnt Feather Farm. Um, she's going to be on as a guest. She and her husband are preparing to move to Alaska. Hmm. Wow. To Homestead <laughs> in Alaska. Yeah. That's crazy. Awesome. Good for them. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So it should be a great conversation with them. They've been planning this move for quite a while. Wow. Um, and they're taking their goats with them. Ah. So. Wow. Yeah, that's a... It's going to be a fun road trip. <laughs> yeah, she can tell us all about it and everything, all the hoops they've had to jump through. So it's quite a bit. But that's all I have for today. Okay, yeah. So definitely come back and check that out. Um, that'll be our next um, episode. That'll be out in a couple weeks. Um, if you did enjoy this episode, if you wouldn't mind giving us a five-star um, rating on wherever you listen to your podcast, that would be awesome. Um, a little review would be wonderful. Um, anything to help spread the news of the podcast would be much appreciated. You could also find us on Instagram, Figuring Out Homestead Life. You can watch the video episode on Allison's YouTube channel, which is Zig and Vine Homestead. And you can find her on Instagram at Zig and Vine Homestead as well. And I am Mrs. White Homestead Life on Instagram. So follow us on all the places. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next time. Have fun maple syruping. <laughs> yes. Have, have a sweet week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.